Peter Walker here and welcome to today's edition of the Transition Guy. Now, joining me again in the studio today is Adam Houlihan, CEO of Prominence Global. Welcome, Adam. And today we are going to be talking about LinkedIn algorithms, because that seems to be a, quite a confusing, a confusing topic for most people. I mean, Adam, what are you seeing that LinkedIn are doing with their algorithms? Because they keep changing. Oh, Peter, it's a, it's a never-ending battle to keep up. I, I, will, I will certainly admit that. And it's, it's a, uh, uh, no, uh, no downside for anyone to say they don't, don't understand them because it's a very, very difficult thing to, to understand. Of course, LinkedIn, like all platforms, don't share what their algorithms are. So um, it's uh, quite a mission to, to work that out. Uh, we have a team you know, within our team that that's all they do is work on that. So... Uh, as you mentioned, they're, they're, a, they're a constantly changing beast, but there are there are a number of uh, uh, key ones you need to be aware of, and uh, especially around sort of content that uh, will really change the game for you if you do understand how they work. And I suppose that was one of the things that actually lent, lent itself to the two of us coming together, because for so many years, LinkedIn was such a great, it was such a great sort of lead generation tour. I had so many people that came to me. In all fairness, I never had to do very much. I mean, I was on LinkedIn since 2007, did all the things like recommendations and all that. And things just started coming. But then it was like overnight, it was like the tap got switched off. And I wasn't doing anything different. But things had just stopped. And I just didn't understand why. And obviously, it was LinkedIn changing the way that it does things. That's it, and uh, and that's often the, the conversation we have. People say, "I I didn't haven't done anything different, but it's all changed." That's the problem. You aren't doing anything different to what you did before, so uh, that should tell you you now need to actually do something different. So, what are you seeing? I mean, you've, you've mentioned content. Talk yeah. to us a bit more about content. So, so first of all, maybe I'll share with you um, the. The golden rule of content that, uh, from our perspective at least, what it is, and, and most people get this completely back to front, or to be honest, actually, I only, only think about it from the, the, the third uh, rule that I, I'm going to share, Don't even, not even aware of number one and, and sometimes number two. So the first rule is that you actually need to first create your content to serve LinkedIn. And from when I say that, people will be, what do you mean? And so that, what I mean by that is that your content has to be um, uh, it, done within a process that LinkedIn's looking for, that it's not a level playing field. LinkedIn uh, has preferred content creators, and they're the people like you now that uh, you know, create your content to the, the right way, uh, which is the content they like to see, uh, and therefore you get much better traction. So the first rule is you've got to you've got to understand and create it to what they're looking for. Of course, the second rule is you've got to create it for what your clients or um, partners or whoever you're trying to reach on LinkedIn, what they're looking for. That I would think somewhat that one is, is obvious. And of course, the third rule is that it's it's got to serve you. So there's you know, you've got to you know you've got to be using tactics that uh, 
uh, get people um, to you know, go through that journey of knowing who you are, liking what you're about, trusting you. And it's only when you have trust that you have real credibility and any possible uh, you know, uh, chance of people reaching out to you off the back of your content and uh, wanting to have a conversation with you. And uh, like you said, in the old days, uh, you know, it, it was kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, then the game changed and it's still like shooting fish in a barrel somewhat if you, if you understand, you know, these, these, these types of things. I suppose the interesting thing is if you don't go and create the content that LinkedIn is interested in, then the only way you're ever going to get any visibility is through ads, which can be damn expensive, right? Very expensive on LinkedIn, uh, and, and you're right. If, uh, you know, and and often people say to us that um, you know, I'm just I seem to be just spending more and more and more on ads, and getting less and less and less uh, sort of results for it. And not only on LinkedIn, it's on you know on most paid uh, platforms. But LinkedIn is very, very expensive for paid ads. Uh, so if you can create a strategy that gets you amazing organic reach, what we're talking about, uh, then uh, you know you, you're already a winner. Now a lot of people are going to say to you, "Okay, but content, content, content—that takes time, and I don't have time." What, what advice would you give to people? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think. I think the thing is, you know. One thing is that LinkedIn doesn't need a huge amount of content. And I know that there's lots of people around that uh, uh, some of them quite well known, uh, won't name any names, but uh, they say, you know, you should be posting 20 times a day on 10 different platforms and all that stuff. And uh, to be honest, LinkedIn is not like that. You, you can get very good traction with between one and three posts a week. Uh, so if, if it's that lower level of content, then it just needs to be really high quality content, really good quality video, uh, really informative content, uh, stuff that gets people to um, understand that you understand, it's what we call know-how versus know-how, meaning um, you've, got, you've got to create content that shows that you know how to solve the problem without showing how to solve the problem. And that's the key distinction. Often people uh, get into this trap of uh, sharing, like you know, uh, all their all their uh, trade secrets and, and whatever. Not probably not trade secrets, but they they trying to show you how to do what you need to do. And of course, then people go, "Great, thanks. I don't, I actually don't need you anymore." Uh, what you need to be doing is it's showcasing that you have the expertise, you have the skills, you have the runs on the board. The way to get the solution to that problem is to you know have a chat with me, and then uh, you know we'll, we'll take another step. That's that's the holy grail of content, you know, creation on, on on LinkedIn. So what you're saying with content, make sure it's good quality, but less is more. Less is more, and uh, there's another there's another little one, and I think if everyone understood this, uh, then uh, you know it's going to make a big difference. So what it is is that again, there's there's often I see on LinkedIn all this stuff uh, being shared around. What's the best time to post on LinkedIn? And uh, it's absolute rubbish, just to be frank, uh, because I'll give an example. So, you know, often you'll see someone saying, oh, best time to post is Tuesday at 9 a.m., whatever it is. Uh, and uh, the, the interesting part is you'll never see any consistency. You ask 10 people, you get 11 different answers. Um, but the, the reality is, uh, and often when, when I challenge people on that, I'll, I'll just say Tuesday, 10 a.m., where? 
And I said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I've got a global audience. So you're talking about 10 a.m. in the local time zone I'm here. In Australia, we have seven different time zones. 10 a.m. in which one, let alone if I'm in London or New York or, or whatever, which is where we, we have, um, you know, people following us all the time. There's no such thing as 10 a.m. on Tuesday. And uh, the reality is it doesn't actually matter what time you post. What matters is what happens in the two hours from when you post uh, because that's where all the uh, algorithm uh, uh, sort of intelligence comes into play. And uh, you've got to get good traction inside that two hours. You've got to be uh, getting people engaging on that content. And if you do, then LinkedIn is opening it up and sharing it with the wider networks. Conversely, if you don't, then they go, you know, well, well, clearly nobody's interested in this content in, uh, you know, in the short or small sort of group of people we're showing it to. And just uh, you, might, uh, you might find it interesting, Peter, that um, when you first post, your content is only shown to between 12 and 15% of your first degree connections, which is completely randomised. There's no way for you to sort of um, uh, influence who those 12 or 15% are. But the reality is that's all the, that's all the people that will see it. Uh, and if it gets a decent amount of traction in that, that two hours, only then will LinkedIn open it up. So your content has to, you know, do that no like trust that we talked about earlier, uh, has to be high quality, but it also has to keep people on the platform and keep people you know, wanting to engage on the content. So if you can get people that uh, are commenting and interacting with the post, then I guarantee you, you're going to get amazing uh, traction. And the easiest way to do that is to just always ask a question. It's, it's really that simple. You know, end, end every post with uh, a question that makes it easy for people to then interact on it and then you algorithmically you'll, you'll solve your own problem. How enthusiastic is LinkedIn when you share other people's content that takes them off the platform? Uh, they are very unhappy about that. So, um, so if you and what I'm sure what you mean is um, if you're sharing, say, a, a link to an external article that is not on LinkedIn. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so again, so inside that two-hour window, one of the things that happens is almost immediately within a, a minute. Uh, you know, of course, the, this is not real people. It's it's a, you know it's an AI driven process. Uh, a bot comes along, has a look at the content, if it sees that link there. It's just going to immediately suppress it, and, and not even at less than even the twelve percent are going to see your post because LinkedIn already deem it to be low quality content because in their eyes, low quality is anything that takes you off the LinkedIn platform. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I made actually was out sharing content for my YouTube channel within LinkedIn. And then when we first met, you said to me that I was a LinkedIn prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is, there is such a thing. And uh, a lot of people are in it and don't even know it, but uh, the, uh, yeah, that's not, that's probably the number one mistake here is if people think, Oh, I've got all this great video content on YouTube or Vimeo or wherever else. And they're sharing the links to it instead of just grabbing that original content. And what LinkedIn prefer you to do is what they call natively upload it directly into the platform. Uh, and, and then you, you guarantee you get better traction just by doing that. Wonderful. I think there's some amazing points you shared with us today. So thank you for that. Now, if people want to know more about you, where do they head? Uh, my website, adamhoulahan.com or on, on LinkedIn. Clearly, that's where I spend most of my time. Uh, send me a connection request on there. But if you do, make sure you uh, mention that you're on uh, Peter's podcast and, uh, and then I'm, I'm guaranteed to accept. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today. If anything's resonated with you, you want more information, head over to bulka.com and get in touch. And most importantly, remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. 